Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We've all got a lucky friend, the one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly that TV's on sale. Some people always seem to get the best opportunities or the best deals. Well, now some people are all people at AT&T because AT&T is giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. That's right, everybody can get in on great AT&T deals all the time. Visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on. Come on, y'all, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, is God good to me. Unbelievable. Yeah, he is. And I, and, and I, and I can only attribute it to one thing. It's, it's just been a turnaround in my life. It's, it's been me finally making a decision to see what all God has for me but at the same time trying to be more God want me to be instead of more what I want to be. That's the trade-off. You know, you got to do something now. You know, you know, you want God's blessings. You got to be willing to do something on his behalf. I'm not saying I got it right right now because, man, I just don't. 
I'm just being real with you. I don't. I don't have it all together by any stretch of the imagination. I'm trying to get better in several areas. I'm praying about it. I'm working on it. But, you know, it's a process, and I've, 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 I've grown to accept the process. But I'm improving in a lot of areas from day to day. But I tell you what, man, my success, all that's going on with me, I can only attribute to this turnaround. And the turnaround was simple. I turned around and started looking at God. That was the simple move, man. I just turned around and started looking at him, and I was going, okay, I get it now. You created me. You're the creator. You have a purpose for me. I understand that now. Now, let me just walk in that purpose, and let me get to doing that purpose. Now, my purpose and your purpose and their purpose and anybody's purpose could be different, and the way you go about the purpose can be different. And that's the part that I've really grown up to. I've opened up my mind to understanding that everybody's different. Nobody's quite the same. And that is not my right or position to judge, but to be of a forgiving spirit and understand and forgive those as I ask God to forgive me. See, that's the key. That's the key, y'all. So when you out here and you stuck on this unforgiveness, understand in, in, in the Lord's Prayer there's a segment that says, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. There's another version that says, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. It's two different versions. But either one, it means the exact same thing. It means simply this, that you are asking God to forgive yours like you forgive others. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. When I cross the line with you, God, handle me the way I handle people when they cross the line with me. You feel what I'm saying to you. See, you understand that? That's the breakdown of it. Best way I can give it to you. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Forgive me, God, for stepping over the line like I forgive those that step over the line on me. That's the hard part, man. That's the part, man, I've really been working on. I've been really trying to get that together. And so I've learned forgiveness a lot better over the past five years than I have before. And it's paid off. I I can't tell you how it's paid off. Because now God's mercy and grace is all over me. Because I've learned to become more graceful. Now, I ain't graceful like him. I ain't merciful like him but I've learned to become more, more graceful, more merciful. Because, man, I can't live my life like that. I just got sick of me, man. You mad at me, now I'm mad at you. You hating on me, now I'm going to hate on you. I ain't got time for that, man. I've got you. Look here, you got somewhere to go. Hate take up time. It's time consuming, hating, trying to seek revenge. It's time consuming. It take up way too much of your time to seek revenge when vengeance ain't really yours. That's another one. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. It ain't yours. So now when you go to seek it, to take it out, guess what you're doing? You're doing something now, man. Now you're off into an area that you got no business being in. And instead of steady climbing your ladder like you're supposed to, you didn't take out time for vengeance. To hate. I'm a hater. I'm going to be a blogger. I'm going to blog about so-and-so. When you're blogging about somebody, 
And most of these people you don't even know. When you blogging about somebody, what you doing? What you hating? It takes time to hate, man. I just decided, man, I got to take all my time. And instead of have doing time and being active, I got to be proactive. See, some people get that confused, being active and being proactive. Pro is positive. Pro means to move forward. You know, if, if you put pro in front of most words, it's a positive influence. You know, there's the pros and the cons. The pros is the good side. The cons is what can go wrong, the bad side. You know, if you're active, that's one thing. But if you're proactive, you're going forward in a positive direction. When you become a pro, that means you're the best of the best at whatever it is you've chosen to be. I'm a pro. So somehow, and I'm no uh, English teacher or grammatical guy, the word pro a lot of times when you put it in front of something means positiveness. So now, a lot of people think that if you just active, something ought to happen. Well, I'm doing something. And that's what happens, man. We just find ourselves doing a lot of busy work that really ain't about nothing and ain't going nowhere. It ain't got no direction or no purpose because we haven't tried to find out the direction or purpose. So you wake up and you and you and your wheels are spinning. You a hamster on a treadmill. You're running real fast, but you're just going in the same spot. You understand? That's because you're just out here being active instead of proactive. Why don't you get God in your life? Why don't you turn and face your creator and find out how to become more proactive so you can do things to move yourself forward, how you can get your life off the ground and get off the treadmill and really get it rolling in the direction that it need to be going, man. I'm telling you, God can make that change for you if he see you making the change for him. See, the whole key, man, the whole key is you got to be willing to do something. You got to give God something to bless. Bless me, God, and then you go sit on your couch and you ain't trying. Okay, bless me, God, with what? What 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 he working with? He can't have the people hire you if you ain't put the app in. Come on, man. Well, how you, how you think this works? You know, he can't heal your body if you ain't going to take the medicine and you ain't going to do none of the things to counteract. You know, you, you, you can't get lung cancer and then keep smoking and then expect the blessing to come. Come on, man. The blessing comes when you make a, a proactive step, when you try to do something on the positive side. Look, man, I'm going to quit messing around with all these people. I'm going to start going home. I'm going to leave these women alone out here. You got to say, all right, man, I ain't going over there tonight. I just ain't going to get Then God can work with you. God, help me stop seeing all these women. But you steady going over there, calling them, setting up stuff. Well, can't nobody help you? Because once you get over there, you already know. See, you, you got to get proactive. You got to do something yourself. You make one step, he'll make two. That's, that's the key, man. So come on, y'all. You know what? We can straighten this thing all the way out for ourselves. You don't have to be wondering what's going on all the time. You don't have to be confused anymore. You don't have to have your life in a rut. You don't have to hate waking up in the morning. You don't have to feel like your life is going nowhere. There is an answer for all of this. Turn around and look at God. Why, what you got to lose? Why would you not try it? Just turn around and face him. 
Turn around and, and try to make yourself a more righteous brother. Just look, man, I'm going to do better. You feel me? All right, let's go today, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, get it together. Brace yourselves. Monitor your business. Turn your radio on up. Because it's about to go down. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show is now officially on. Shirley Strawberry. It's about to go down. For real. Good morning. Junior. Morning, Unc. The food. In the building. Everybody's accounted for. Yeah, feeling pretty good, man. Uh, Didn't watch CNN last night at all. Don't know what's happening. I was just too tired to see what the hell he did today. Anything happen I need to know about? (laughs) Child, he trying to hope and pray that Roger Stone will run his mouth. Hey, man, let me tell you something, man. Roger Stone going to flip like a pancake. Let me tell you something. He don't even look like he be an inmate. All these people talking about I'm loyal. Ain't none of them people. Ain't none of them hard. No. They all do white collar crime. They tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they tell. Yeah, ain't nobody in there for assault. They snitch and they rat. Yeah. yeah, they all in that man. Let me tell you something. Roger burden. Stone ain't finna do no time. You talking about he law? He'll never do. I testify against the president. When they tell you how many years you gonna get, mm-hmm. you gonna you gonna tell something. See what happened to Michael Cohen. Um, Boy, let me tell you something. And Trump and them, they have been threatening this guy because that statement's about. Uh, I don't know, like, ask his father-in-law. Oh, so, yeah, I know. You know, yeah, Trump be throwing uh-huh. stuff out, like, Jeez. out of nowhere. Uh-huh. Yep. And it is always connected to something. King of distraction. This well, dude. you know what they said, Steve, when Roger Stone came out that day and said, I'll never testify against the president. That was his code for, I'm going to need that pardon. Pardon me. Because you yeah. know. Pardon me. Hey, bro, like a bro let me tell you something. He finna say. Yeah. He's fitting the same. up his vocal. <coughs> president going to have to pardon me, me, himself me, me. in a few years. <laughs> right, right. But, yes. you know, it, and the beat goes on, don't yeah. it, guys? Yeah, yeah, it does. does. Everything good, man. Keep living your life. Mm-hmm. I still, even when things go wrong, I just keep expecting yeah. that it's all for a reason. I'm just looking for great things to happen, man. It's 2019, man. Yeah. I got it shaking. You know, maybe he want me to take a break. You know, wow. I don't know what the plan is. I'm just listening. Yeah. But boy, let me Be tell obedient. you something, boy. Ooh, what are you going to do for me, though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to need everybody to be paying attention. That's all I can He sucked all his teeth right there. Ah, I'm going to need everybody's <laughs> undivided attention. All I heard was lips. Yes. <laughs> he sucked his teeth. All the way across, like too. <laughs> I can't do it. Uh, well, you got it. You don't have it proper he, equipment, he had, Junior. Yeah, he had all of them. Yeah, man. He can floss with his lips. <laughs> no. That was Pop Team right there. Yeah, you got one in That was Shay. That was funny, though. No, that wasn't Shay. You don't think I heard that before? I think you heard I know you heard it. I'm from the hood. I had these big lips the whole time. You can understand. Y'all can't write the stuff been written about me. All right, guys, Whoa, coming no. up at uh, 32 after the hour, we're going to switch gears a little bit to uh, some sad news. We're going to uh, pay tribute to the R&B legend. Uh, he was a friend of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. James Ingram, singer legend. extraordinaire, passed away yesterday. And uh, we'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
R&B legend James Ingram, who hit number one on the charts with Baby Come to Me and Yama Be There and 100 Yama Ways, Steve. There. Mm-hmm. Up, sit on, Yama Be There. And Michael with McDonald, McDonald. Yeah. Yeah. Yama Be There. Uh-huh. Compliment. That's your song. Yes. What she does, send her roses just because. If it's violin she loves, let them play. <laughs> Man, <laughs> they don't write no yeah. songs like that. James Egan was a bad boy. What yeah, else was there other hit too? Um. Uh, baby, come to me. Baby, come yes. to me. Let me put my arms around you like it was meant to be. You better sing. Oh, boy. <laughs> come on, man. Channel that Ingram. Uh, what about just day. once? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he on verse two. <laughs> boy, that was a jam, boy. Luke and Laura yeah, made that famous on uh, General, General Hospital. Hospital. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Luke and boy, Lord. him and Patty Austin, boy, they made some money with that, man. Oh, James Ingram yeah. was just a good-spirited dude, man. Yes, he was. I heard mm-hmm. Debbie Allen, boy, because Debbie, I heard Debbie, heard him and Debbie was good friends. Best friend. yeah. Yeah. That's how I found out about it. Yeah. Um, Debbie Allen posted. According to uh, TMZ, the cause of death was brain cancer, James Ingram, and his longtime collaborator, uh, Quincy Jones, co-wrote Michael Jackson's smash, PYT, Yep. And then you just mentioned uh, Debbie Allen, Steve. She's just heartbroken. She broke the news on social media, like you said. She posted, I have lost my dearest friend and creative partner, James Ingram, to the Celestial Choir. He will always be cherished, loved, and remembered for his genius, his love of family, and his humanity. I am blessed to have been so close. We will forever speak his name. Mm. Wow. <clears throat> Great dude. Yeah, yeah. Great dude. He had a, a Amazing large family, talent. right? About he, he did uh, have a few kids. I think about kids. six kids or okay. something, right? Six kids? Yeah. I think he had that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. No, not at yeah. all. Yeah. yeah no, he's a, a cold family. dude. Man, that boy. Yeah. They haven't said what it was what he passed from. Yeah, brain yeah. cancer. Brain cancer. Brain cancer. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do y'all remember just once? Yes. Just once. Yes. Oh, that was how can they played that at our eighth grade graduation? How can you stop the music playing? What we remember? Keep doing wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just once. Yeah. Can we figure out what we keep doing wrong? You better sing, Harvey. <laughs> that stuff in my soul, man. Yeah. Right. It's, it's all down in me, man. I wouldn't get it. Junior sang it. I didn't get it. Tommy the one put the melody to it. <laughs> Junior, I don't know what you said. Just do what you did again. I said, just once. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> he tried. He tried. He did yeah. try. He did yeah. this. I, I like the way you, you, you fade your notes yeah, out. Just, One more time. This is how, that's how I hit in my head. Just once. Yeah. See how, <laughs> see how all his words just fade out. They throw you. Just once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, uh, you, know, you know, Junior, when you, before you sang the note, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to take the breath and you sang the note out. You don't suck the note in. Just one. <laughs> from the diaphragm. Okay, show yeah. him how to do it. See, you pulling that in trying to sing it. Show him how to do it, Steve. Just once. Okay, go ahead, Junior. Just once. <laughs> just washed. He's scared of you this. You just washed what? Once. 
Well, maybe try a different song. It's fun. Try 100 oh. Ways with them. Oh, okay. that's a okay. good compliment. Oh, my husband loves that song. What she does. Come on. Send her roses yeah. just because. If it's violin she loves, let them play. Well, you better sing this song. All right, try a little I, bit, Junior. Oh, man. Come on, Junior. Uh, that's tough there. <laughs> first verse. Okay. your line. arms tonight, Ooh, she she'll reflect <laughs> that she owes you sweetest of debt. Find hundred ways. Find one hundred ways. Come on, Junior. Uh, man, okay. Try it, Junior. Sing Com- with me so I can just okay. go ahead. Come I'm on. A, I'm going to do it low. You okay. go on top now. Okay. Compliment what she does. You can't do it. You scared, Junior? Okay. Okay, now let me try to do it without looking at you. I can't look at you. Because I'm hollering. All right, let's start over, Junior. All right, I'm going to do it without. Uh, one, two. Compliment. What she does, send her roses just because. If it's violin she loves, let them play. Okay, that was good. Wait a minute, did I just hit something? Boy, get it. Hey. Uh, I just, don't be laughing at me. Uh, pick your face up, man. man. Not proud. What? Oh my God. He, he, just all, man. Just... he just sat up here, Shirley, and put his head up under the table. Oh, no, he is shaking me. Yeah, and Junior, huh? I wanted you to hit that note because I was going to boo you like Apollo. <laughs> I'm talking about from the gut. Oh, Jacob, man. Good brother. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. yes. What about Secret Garden? Ooh, oh, yes. Lord. Yeah. Secret Garden. Mm-hmm. How'd that go? Yes. Oh, he was in that. You remember that? Yeah. yeah. With sure. Barry White. He was in that. Yes. That song. He was in that like it was a movie. Yeah. Oh, El DeBarge. El DeBarge. Barry White. That? Quincy Jones. Oh, yeah. come on. Yeah. yeah he come was on, huh? give us a little bit. Go ahead, huh? Let me hear it, Joe. Uh, I want to read your mind. Yeah. Come on, man. I want to feel it. Who is it? Is that Michael? If this Paul was Joe to see you, I want to read your mind. Yeah, I had to hear. All right, all right. We'll get it together during the uh, break here. <laughs> uh, no, coming up next, it is the nephew with Baby, Run That Prank Back. to me. <laughs> we love you, James Ingram. We'll miss you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour entertainment news but right now it is the nephew he is here with today's prank phone call what you got for us Neff? can i borrow your freezer can i borrow your freezer mm-hmm. need a freezer a little something something here you go allied equipment this is trina how can i help you i'm trying to reach uh dale dale's the manager right yes dale is the manager how can i help you okay is, is dale available is he there He's actually with a, a customer. Is there something that I can help you with or pass along a message? Okay, so y'all allied equipment, what what, what, what exactly do y'all have there? I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm calling the right place. Oh, yes, of course. Um, it, it's a restaurant supply company. Um, so we have, you know, everything from freezers, refrigerators to your basic restaurant supplies. 
Okay. Well, y'all do have freezers because that's what I'm trying to do. I'm, what I'm trying to do is, is uh, uh, I've run out of freezer space, and I'm trying to see if possibly, you know, my back is up against the wall right now. I'm trying to see if I can possibly uh, put something in, in one of you all's freezers for a couple of days uh, until I get freed up on this end. So that's why I wanted to, to see if you guys uh, would allow me to do something like that. Is that possible? Um, sir, sorry, I'm, I'm a little confused. You don't want to buy a freezer. You just want to put something in one of our freezers? I just want to put something in there for a couple of days because I, I have a freezer, but mine is completely full. And I'm trying to see if I can put something in you all's freezer until, you know, for a couple of days, and then I'll come back and get it. Um, I'm so sorry. We, we don't do that. Um, uh, if, if you wanted to, to come by and, and purchase a freezer, I'm, I'm happy to help you, but we don't allow outside vendors to put things in our freezers. That's, that's, yeah, that's, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, well, I was told if Dale would hear what was going on, he might, he might be able to help me though. Okay. Um, you, you said your name was Kevin? Kevin. Okay, Kevin, if you just hold a moment, I will see if Dale can take your call. That's, that's what the hell I asked in the first place is to speak to Dale. Okay, then hold on a moment, please. Hey, this is Dale. How can I help you? Hey, Dale, how you doing? This is uh, Kevin, Kevin, and hey. uh, I, I've been on the phone with, with uh, your, your salesperson. But I, I, let me tell you what I'm trying to do, man. I'm um, I'm trying to use your – you have a lot of walk-in freezers that you all sell, right? Right, we do, yep. Okay. So what, what I got is my freezer is completely full, man, and – I'm, I'm, right. My back is against the wall. You came rec highly recommended to give you a call. Is it possible for me to um, – uh, I need to keep something frozen for a few days. Uh, it's only going to be like two days. My, my freezer will be, uh, you know, half empty in a couple of days. I just well, I just need some somebody to just kind of help me out here. Is it possible for me to bring something over there to keep, keep it frozen for a couple of days? You know, what we got is a showroom you know, with different displays so you could see what different kind of refrigerators look in your restaurant. But, I mean, if you want to come and take a look at one, I could have you in if you're interested in buying one. But no, no. They're I, just there for show, you know? Right, right. No, no, I have a, a cooler. I have a freezer already, but like I say, mine is just full. In a couple of days, it won't be. And I really got to get this, this stuff on, um, frozen, man. I, 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 I'm going to be in trouble. Like I say, I'm... I'm, I'm my back against the wall over here, man, and um, I can't remember who recommended you, but you came highly recommended that you might be able to show me a little love on this. Look, I guess it comes down. It depends on what do you need. How much? How much do you have that you need frozen? I mean, I don't even know what you well, got. Well, well, I got um, three bodies that I need to get um, to keep, you know, to keep frozen, man. That we, you know, we run a mortuary over here. This is Bozeman Body. Mortuary. Yeah, we got, you mean we got three people bodies. Yeah, yeah, we got three bodies that, and like I said, my 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 freezer's full, man. But in a couple of days, you know, these bodies, you know, the funerals would have happened, so we'll we'll be freed up, you know. But right now, I got I got three bodies coming in today that I got to get in the freezer. What are you, are you crazy? Are you crazy? Your damn mind. No, no, no. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious, bro. So I'm like I said, you can't highly recommend it. You know, and I'm just trying to get somebody to show me a little love. Man, you got those freezers. You don't have nothing in them. You know, I just need it for a couple of days. <laughs> you got to be out of your mind. We're not talking about ice. This isn't chicken wings or a pork shoulder. These are f***ing people. You are out of your f***ing mind, man.
But but listen to me, Dale. Dale, listen to me. what I'm. You understand how serious this is. I have to keep them frozen. That's the reason why I'm calling you. I'm needing your help, man. Yeah, I understand that. Look, if you want to, I'll have you come in. You buy your own freezer. You can put your own bodies in your own freezer. How am I supposed to show off my showroom with frozen bodies in the freezer? Uh, but just just don't just don't show that one for a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? Don't just don't show it. Or we'll just cover. You know what? You know what? Here, here what we could do. We could put the bodies in there, just cover them up, and people don't won't know what it is. Yeah, and then I get a buyer that comes in, and the cover falls off it, and I got a frozen dead body in my freezer. Is that even legal? I don't know, man. All I'm saying is, here's the deal, man. You came highly recommended. They told me that you would probably show me some love. I'm actually. You know, getting ready to load up and come your way. Dude, you keep those dead bodies away from my store. I'm telling you right now. I can't hook you up on this one, all right? I just can't do it. Okay, but we shouldn't load up and come that way, though, man. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, uh, I, I mean, what am I supposed to do? I have no... You know what? You want to come talk to me. You want to buy a freezer for yourself, and you want to freeze your dead bodies on your own. I don't care. I'll sell you a freezer. I got no problem with selling you a freezer, but you're not bringing the bodies here. It's just not happening. So if Alonzo, if Alonzo calls you and, and Green lights it, is it okay then? I, I highly doubt Alonzo's going to call me and tell me to put three dead bodies in, on our showroom floor freezers. I okay. highly doubt that. Okay, okay. But, but, but guess what Alonzo told me? What did Alonzo tell you? Alonzo told me to give you a call. He told me to give you a prank phone call. This is never oh. called me from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Come on. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, Get sir. Out yes, of sir. Here. That's <laughs> incredible. Oh, I'm, I'm having a, my chest hurts. <laughs> oh. Oh jeez, that guy. Oh, you just you just got pranked by your GM, baby. That's what's oh. happening right here. All right, man, give me one more thing. You got to tell me this right here, Dale. What is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? It is the Steve Harvey Morning Show, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you need a freezer. You know, you know, you, you know mortuaries need freezers, too. Wow. And sometimes wow. they get a little overloaded. You understand yeah. that? Yeah, you know, I mean, it made sense, didn't it, that I called a man and want to borrow a freezer? Nothing you do makes sense. <laughs> Three bodies. I, it was just three bodies. <laughs> Quit trying to act, put, put normalcy to this. You just like a damn president. <laughs> oh, don't tell. Oh, that's, now that was low. That was insulting. That Bobby. was insulting. <laughs> you just, you're not going to take that. You got to take that back. <laughs> this is playground talk. You got to take that back. Yeah, I'm going to leave it that out. Was, that, was, that was disrespectful. I like the way it sounds. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll uh, get into some entertainment news. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Some sad news in entertainment. Uh, this is according to TMZ. Uh, Grammy-winning R&B legend, uh, singer-songwriter James Ingram, has died from a battle um, with brain cancer. Uh, James had been fighting the cancer for an extended period of time. Actress and choreographer Debbie Allen reacted to the news on Tuesday saying, quote, I have lost my dearest friend. James Ingram recorded several chart toppers in the eight." in the 80s, including his number one duet with Patty Austin, Baby, Come to Me. Mm. Oh, Lord. 
Such Ooh, great music. Change. Yeah. 100 Ways and Just Once. He also won a Grammy for Yama Be There, his duet with Michael McDonald. And another for 100, 100 Ways. He couldn't be denied with that one. Uh, James Ingram, of course, worked closely with Quincy Jones over the years, recording and writing hits. Uh, for instance, he uh, he and Q co-wrote uh, Michael Jackson's PYT. That's big. Yeah, That's my yeah pretty young thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Legend. Steve, we yeah. losing all the great ones, man. You know, man, Legend. it's like, um, it's, it's really sad because yeah. of, Music. Um, you know, I had Shaka Khan on the show the other day. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I asked Shaka Khan, I said, Shaka, what's the big difference between artists of yesterday in your era and artists today? And she, without hesitation, she said, it's talent. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Oh, and that was it's, big. It's, and Facts. I th- because, yeah. you know, what she's saying is, she's saying it from this standpoint. It's not to saying that these artists today aren't talented mm-hmm. because there are some, I can go down the list of some bad people out there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Beyonce is the Michael Jackson yeah. of, of she's the she's queen the of pop. Right yeah. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's the best female performer I've ever seen in my life. I've seen all of them. Wow. I've seen them all. You know, I, I never saw Ella Fitzgerald perform. I heard her. But mm-hmm. and I've heard Whitney's voice. Whitney's voice is the best I've ever heard. But total performer is Beyonce. I've never seen that. There are some voices out there, you know, uh, some stylists, you know. I, but of yesterday, what she was saying was, it was so many. It was nothing for you to do but sing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was no, you know, rap wasn't out then. You know, you had to be, you had to be able to sing, dog. Yeah. Yeah. And even when rap first caught on, you, it was still R&B out there. Mm-hmm. We still had adult contemporary music. And the talent level was just outstanding. Yeah, And that's, that's what it is today, man. It's just, you've got to go, every so often today, they produce a singer where you go, wow, mm-hmm. there's Beyonce. Uh, okay, that girl Adele can sing. Oh, my goodness. You know, yes. you, you look around, you know, and you go, uh, okay, now, wait a minute. Christina Aguilera can yeah. flat oh. out blow. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Vivian Green can sing. Oh, yeah. Alicia Keys. Let us see. Can blow. Alicia oh, yeah. Keys. Give it to him. Jill Scott. Yeah. You know, uh, but Jill Scott came out in 2000s. That was 18, 19 years ago. Real strong. Yeah. Can you That's believe that? That's crazy, Real man. Strong. Yeah. So, Shaka was back in the 70s. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. You understand? That was different. Living uh-huh. yeah. yeah. That era of singers, you will never get again. I'm telling yeah. you, you'll never get them again. Well. That's the problem. Yeah. Losing the great ones. Yeah. Well, anyway, yes, please, rest in peace, James Ingram. All right, Steve, time for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thanks, everybody. Yes, this is Ann Tripp with the news. The weather is still the big story in many parts of the country this morning. In fact, more than 75% of the U.S. population uh, is going to face sub-zero temperatures. Sub-zero this week due to something called a polar vortex, which is pushing frigid air south from the North Pole. Now, in the Midwest, they're really getting it. The frozen air is being blamed for the deaths of at least three people so far. In Chicago, later today, the high is expected to be only 15 degrees below zero. 
That's the high temperature. That's, believe it or not, more cold than it is in Antarctica right now. Heavy snow is in certain parts has caused highway pileups and closures. Of course, thousands of airline flights have been canceled all over the country. It's so cold that mail delivery has been canceled in at least six states. Chicago police say they're investigating what looks like to have been a hate crime committed against Empire star Jesse Smollett. Authorities say that Smollett, who is gay, was attacked by two men yelling racial and homophobic slurs at him. He, they wrapped a rope around his neck, he says. The 36-year-old actor also says they threw some unknown substance on him and then started beating him. Jesse Smollett is reportedly in good condition, thank goodness. They're looking for those guys. California Democratic Senator Kamala Harris was in Ohio earlier this week after announcing her intention to run for president. The senator laid out her positions on the issues. For instance, Harris says she will not vote for a southern border wall, even though the Republicans are in charge of the Senate. And she addressed the DREAM Act, or DACA recipients. We should not be trading on your, your life for the sake of the political games that this president is playing in trying to vilify young people like you who are doing nothing except being productive and believing in and living the American dream. Harris is the daughter of a Jamaican father and an East Indian mother, and she says she supports Medicare for all and dealing effectively with climate change. Her critics claimed that as a prosecutor, her record was not that progressive. Well, you see that stuff working out on the campaign trail. Top officials in the nation's intelligence community strongly disagree with President Trump's boasts about what he's been able to accomplish with the North Koreans. Despite ongoing negotiations, the director of national intelligence says that Kim Jong-il does not appear willing to completely dismantle its nuclear program, which is something that uh, Donald Trump has been saying, oh, yes, he's been successful in getting. The folks at Apple say they've disabled a group of chat malfunction problems on FaceTime. It was a software glitch that allowed callers to activate other person's microphones remotely, even if they didn't answer the calls. And ending today, unfortunately, was sad and shocking news. Yes, you heard Shirley and uh, Stephen them talking about it. Grammy Award-winning singer James Ingram has died at age 66, reportedly of brain cancer. James Ingram was nominated for several Grammys and Oscars. He won two Grammys, one for Yamo Be There with Michael Donald, McDonald and for this one. Again, singer James Ingram dead at age 66. He will be missed. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Jesse Smollett and the rest of the Empire cast will have armed security as production of the show continues. Jesse, as we all heard on yesterday, was hospitalized after he suffered a horrific homophobic and racist attack. Uh, this is also according to TMZ. Uh, Jesse was brutally attacked by two men who beat him up put his head in a noose, and screamed, this is MAGA country. You know what MAGA stands for, Make America Great Again. Uh, this, According to reports, Jussie arrived in Chicago from New York late on Monday. And around 2 a.m., he said he was hungry, and he went to a subway uh, for, to get something to eat, to get a sandwich, when shortly after that, he walked out, and on his way home, someone yelled, aren't you that F-word, empire, N-word? Uh, the two men, uh, both white and wearing ski masks, viciously, viciously attacked Jesse as he fought back, but they beat him badly and fractured a rib. Wow. Uh, they put a rope around his neck, poured bleach on him, and Jeez. as they left, they yelled, this is MAGA country. Uh, again, make America great again. See, uh, well, they're looking for him. Yeah. The president needs to say something. Denounce what happened. He does. Yeah. He's not, but he should. I don't expect him to breathe a word about this. And the reason I don't think he's going to breathe a word about it is because 
he created those hats. Yeah. There are people who put on those hats because Make America Great Again symbols symbolizes to them make they want to go back to a period when they identify America as great again. That's why when I see a black person with that hat on, I'm completely shocked because I'm trying to look at your black ass and try to figure out what period in the past you thought Lord. is we ought to go back to again. Where what you what what 60s, 70s, 50s, 80s, where are you trying to get back to that was so great for us? That startles me when I see black people with that hat on. But the white groups that wear the hat that are racist. Now, everybody that has the hat on is not a racist. It's not a white supremacist hate group. Mm -hmm. Some people wear the hat because they interpret it, make America great again, something else. I don't see what that is, but they do. So you can't lump people together because they got a red hat on and call them a racist or a hate group. I, I don't believe that to be true. But when you put it on in the name of hat, then you're wearing the hat because that's what it does for you. And you got to look at the source, where the hat come from. That's it came right. from the dude that's in the White House. Mm-hmm. Real talk. Coming up at 34 after the hour, ask Steve as we celebrate the 10th anniversary of Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. Oh, show is that? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're celebrating the 10th anniversary of your book, Steve. Act like a lady, think like a man. I cannot believe it's been 10 wow. years. I a can't believe gone, that. Steve. Oh, boy. Well, yeah. The longevity of this thing, man. So we're taking time now to ask uh, Steve relationship questions from um, from SteveHarveyFM.com. Now, here's a question. It's rather long, so get ready. Here's a question submitted from one of your loyal fans. Her name is Monica S. She says, hi, Steve. You were great with women and how to understand how men really think and are. Here's the new dilemma. Now that women are stronger, more successful, and have a voice, many men feel less than or not good enough to, quote, get her or ask her out. And I'm talking about many men. Can you do a show or start a movement for men on how to move with the cycle and not be intimidated for to, of today's woman? Uh, to up their game as we women are, to rise to the occasion. I have this conversation with my 22-year-old often. So this is from Monica S. Steve. Well, I think, um, let, let, me, let me start it by saying this. First of all, ladies, the, the intimidation that men are feeling today is because when you as women raise your standards, when you raise the bar, that's a higher jump that we have to make. Mm. And I, it's not that it's men are intimidated to jump that high. It's just that they've never been required to in the past. Mm. So you've created a new dilemma, and you're absolutely correct. There is a new dilemma that's created, but it's a great new dilemma because men will respond accordingly. It'll take them a minute, but they're going to find out, oh, okay, oh, Oh, okay. So they done pulled it together. Uh, oh, they got their self-esteem together. Oh, they ain't falling for this trick no more. And then they, a man just has to make the adjustment that, okay, cool. This one's not for games. And what you've actually done is is that you've you've eliminated the uh, the pretenders, so to speak. So the men that aren't about to rise up to climb over your bar 
they've been knocked out. And it's not by intimidation. They really just wasn't going, they not, they not at your level. So what you want? I'm not going to ask you to dumb it down. But if a guy's not willing to step over the bar you've created, it's not that he's intimidated. He just don't qualify. Every man can't qualify for you. I'm sorry. So what should and you, you shouldn't give every man a chance mm-hmm. with you. This ain't no damn, you know, this ain't no time to be, uh, well, I give everybody a shot to be fair. <laughs> this ain't what this is. Not too nicey-nice, huh? No. <laughs> so what should she do? Should she move in different circles? Get in, Well, you know, you know, as you elevate your game, you know, the game got to be exposed to different places, you know. It's other dating sites other than swipe right, swipe left. <laughs> it's things going on other than Bumble. It's stuff out there that, you know, elite daters, you know. Really? You know, it's, it's a lot of stuff Quiet, out there that costs a little bit more to get on. Yeah. And I don't know them all, but it's yeah. other places to me. There's Thank places God. you can go and associate that brings on a different clientele of people. And if you keep hanging around the same people, you go to the same church, the same dude coming in there every Ain't a whole lot of new dudes coming in church. So you're saying she's got to change her surroundings, do some different things, yeah. Of course. If that's who she wants to attract. Yeah, now. if you've elevated, you got to get where they at. But for mm-hmm. the time being, though, there's some people below her if she wants to just, you know. Don't nobody want, she don't want to go below down there where you at. Right. <laughs> mm. I ain't down there, I'm just, uh, <laughs> why well, I'm down he there? He said I ain't down there. <laughs> <laughs> you mad you I'm down there. Well, you know, you the one spoke up. I mean, some women want to come down here, but no, they don't. <laughs> There's bottom feeders, top feeders. There's all types of. Who wants bottom feeders? That's catfish. Nobody you want it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you may end up with it, but you don't want it. No, you're not. That's, no. You're not in your top three. Catfish is good, Tommy, until you done had turbo. What is turbo? Right. Oh, see, you right ain't had Maybe you need to get yourself some turbo. What 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 lake is that in? What is turbo? All right, we got to move on, guys. In an uh, ocean. <laughs> coming up next, it is the nephew with the prank phone call for today. Right after this, when you call the turbo, don't worry about it. It's too fast for you. Shut up. <laughs> oh goodness! You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, wait till you hear this one. You have to take the good with the bad. But right now, the nephew is here. What with, is that, marriage? Oh, you'll see. This is this is a crazy one, Steve. Uh, but right now, nephew Tommy is here with today's prank phone call. Neff, what you got? Drug test. Uh-huh. Time to take a drug test. Mm. Yep. <laughs> yep. People nervous. At the job? Yep, at the job. Drug <laughs> test. That's right, baby. Yep. Pass mine. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I don't care what they want. I ain't got nothing. Well, watch. Look. Listen to this later right here. Here it is. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a fake please. This is she. Hello, uh, this is Officer Rogers from the uh, probation department. Yes, sir. Listen now, um, you have been uh, on probation for a little over a year now. Am I right, Faye? Yes, sir. You're correct. Now, you're supposed to be serving two years probation? Two. All right. Now, I'm giving you a call. Actually, uh, I'm bringing you a bit of bad news, and I, I hate to do this, but you you came in, Faye, a couple uh, couple weeks ago and did a, did a uh, drug test. Am I right? Uh-huh. I sure did. I did. All right. Now, 
Faye, I don't. I hate to bring bring you some bad news, but the actual drug test that you took has come back positive. Oh, you're a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now you came in a couple weeks ago. You took a drug test. This drug test has actually come in positive. Now, what I want to say to you is this: You're going to have to actually. No, sir. My test wasn't positive. You got yes. the wrong person. Hold on a second. I either need you to to come in to me, or I don't, and I don't want to save the embarrassment of having to send the car out to pick you up. Now, I don't give a damn much embarrassment you're talking about, sir. I gave you some, and my was good. Oh, ma'am, right now you I got you a. Uh, you have a positive drug test. You have you 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 come up positive, ma'am. Now you're gonna have to use your. Did they use your? Did they use mine? We used the one that you brought us. Now must have been the wrong one. Couldn't have been. Ma'am, have been, sir. I'm sorry, sir, but I wouldn't have gave you no bad urine. It just wasn't me. Ma'am, I don't want to have a. I don't even know why you would call me with this nonsense. I got children. I'm trying to do right. I don't know why you would call me. I wouldn't have gave you no bad. That's not me. You said lie. Ma'am, listen. Uh, you actually have to come in and do another three months now. Oh, sir, y'all can come pick me up. I can for you right now. I can in your hand if you want me to. Ma'am, your your urine has come back positive of drugs. Now I don't I don't know any other way to explain it to you. You've been actually evidently using drugs again. Sir, I'm trying to tell you I don't use no drugs. I've been clean for a year and some months now. You got the wrong. That's not my now, How do you telling you that? How do you know it's not yours, ma'am? It's, it's got your name on the lid, everything. You have come back positive. Well, evidently, you put your name on it because that ain't my now, And I would have came back. My would have came back good. You can't call me and tell me I gave you some bad Can't ma'am. call me and tell me that. That's a negative, L- sir. That's a double negative. It's not a double negative. It's a double positive. You've actually come back positive. Faye has written here on the actual cup. Maybe you have more than one face. No, no, we don't have more than one face. You're the only face. I've actually double-checked that myself. You need to either come in or we're going to have to come out and haul you behind in here. Well, I need you to come right now because I got the right now. Come right now. Come on. Are you trying to tell me that if I come and pick you up and take your urine now, your urine is going to come up negative? Is that what you're saying? I'm telling you that. My, you're double positive with that. My urine is going to come up negative. <sighs> Ma'am. I, I hate to, I, I, I don't want to come out, haul you in in front of your family, but you're actually going to be coming in and you're going to do three months. That's all I can tell you. I don't you're gonna... have for that, sir. You got the wrong say, Alan, or you got the wrong It's one of the two. Might be both. You got the wrong you got the wrong say. I'm letting you. No positive I ain't had no positive I'm trying to tell you, I got kids. I mean, I, I ain't had no positive Listen, ma'am, I'm telling you one more time. You either want to come in or want me to come and get you. Which one? Let me tell you what I want you to do. I want you to find out who the you have. Because that ain't my Don't call me no and tell me nothing about you got some some that is, that is not good. I gave you some good How many times I got the for y'all? Y'all keep picking up people, falsely accusing folks. Y'all had me saying some Miss my children. Now I'm hot. I've been giving you good and you still wanna with me. I'm tired. I ain't giving you no bad. Don't call me no more with no like that. And where is my probation officer? You say your name is what? My name is Officer Rogers. Sir, I don't know Officer Rogers. Like I said, you might be the reason why the came back positive. 
You might be the reason. I need to speak with Mr. Williams. That's my probation officer. Officer Williams, no. I have clean at all times. Mr. Rogers, you shouldn't be calling me. I should be calling you because I'm going to, evidently, I'm going to have to come down and haul your behind in myself. Well, you can bring your on. And when you come, you bring Mr. with you. He'll let you know I don't have no positive You can come to my job. I got, I, you got, you know what, there's one more, there's one more thing that I need to. Bring your on. Come on right now. Come on. I got one more thing I need to say to you. Are you listening to me? What is it, sir? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister, <laughs> Allen. I know one thing. Y'all play too much. Y'all play too much. You tell that whipping, I was coming to get him, Mr. Rogers. She going to get that whipping. Say you all right? No, no positive. <laughs> the hell out of me. Had me thinking I was doing drugs and didn't know about it. Somebody picked up nothing my nose. I'm going to need y'all not to play with people like that. Okay. Faye, you all right? Hell no, I'm nervous as hell. It was, it's your sister She put me up to it, baby. Well, when you ever see her, you see what she look like, I'm going to beat the hell out of her. <laughs> I got one more question for you, baby. You got to tell me this. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have that way. Uh, no, no, sir. I think I got cussed out. No, yeah. I think I got <laughs> cussed <laughs> out. You think, maybe? I mean, I I like, so real hard, I think I got cussed <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, she, she was not having it. <laughs> hey, let me uh, let me thank Tampa. Tampa, y'all, y'all sold out six shows for me in Tampa, Florida. I want to say thank you at the Improv. I appreciate that. We had a good time. Appreciate y'all coming to see the nephew. The next stop is Colleen, Texas. Brand new comedy club in Colleen. Uh, twice as funny comedy club. I will be there 14, 15, 16. That's Valentine's night, baby. Bring your baby. Bring your single ladies. However you want to do it, y'all come on out. The nephew will be in Colleen, Texas, February 14, 15, 16. Tickets on sale right now. All right. Thank you, nephew. Up next, it is the strawberry letter for today. The subject you have to take the good with the bad. Ooh, we'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please, please, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could read your letter live on the air, just like we're going to do this one. This one might need a little disclaimer at the beginning. So if you're around kids, you might not want them to hear this letter, okay? Please don't. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, you have to take the good with the bad. Dear Stephen Shirley, I need some advice on a different kind of double standard with men and women. My ex-boyfriend has a lot of flaws, and I overlooked them in the beginning because I was really into him and wanted things to work out. For example, when we met, he told me he lived downtown in a brownstone. So a few weeks later, I went over to his place. I pulled up, and he escorted me in through the basement door and told me he hangs out down there most of the time. So we started kissing and making out on the couch, and uh, he had managed to take off all my clothes and most of his when someone knocked on the door. He threw a blanket over me and went to answer the door. It was a woman at the door. He said it was his ex-wife, and she just stopped in to say hi. Then he asked me if I wanted to meet her. 
I was sitting there naked, mind you. She went away, and he told me that he rents a room in the basement from her, but she rarely comes down there. I know I should have left him alone then, but I didn't. Fast forward to when we finally had sex for the first time. This man had the nerve to joke about me having a squishy stomach. <laughs> and and he told me that I could have done a better job at trimming the hedges. Wow. If you know what I mean. Uh, that was it. I cursed him out and told him he's a borderline bum that lived with his ex and he has a big stomach and a little bitty everything else. Since then, he has not spoken to me. I did not mean to hurt him. I just wanted him to understand that he's not perfect either. Why do women always have to take the good with the bad, but men want us to be perfect and flawless? What can I do to get this man back? Please help. Girl, what? Uh, what? what? <laughs> get him back? You, you better run away and keep running, okay? Why would you want to get back with a man who lives in the basement of his ex-wife's brownstone. I, I don't understand. And, and, and what is she just stopping by to say hi for? Is, is this making sense to anyone, any anybody out here? No. Uh, okay. I mean, my answer is going to be really short. I'm almost done, okay? Not only that, I mean, the man insulted you twice, okay? Uh, you don't have to take this from anyone. He said you had a squishy stomach and all of that. Girl, please. <laughs> Get your self-esteem up and listen to your gut when it tells you to leave and leave him alone, please. You, Yeah, you already cursed to listen to your gut, literally. Somebody said, come on. Uh, you already cursed him out and uh, called him a bum. Okay, level up. Leave him alone. Okay, you could do better. You could do better. Steve. Steve. I love this letter right yeah, here. Yeah, this is, I knew you would. This, this, this is probably going to be my favorite letter. <laughs> I knew you would. How many minutes I got before we go to break? Just give me an idea. You got about five minutes. Oh, you're, Lord. You're thank good. You. Yeah. Good money. Here we go. Your ex-boyfriend has a lot of flaws, and you overlooked them in the beginning because you was into him, and you wanted stuff to work out. So first of all, he told you he lived downtown in a brownstone. <laughs> yep. Where that's at? <laughs> Who live downtown in a brownstone? So you go over to his place, you pull up, this thing gets shaky to you, he escorts you <laughs> in through the basement door, told you he hang out down there most of the time. So right after you get down there, cause this way he hang out, y'all start kissing. <laughs> Here where the letter took a turn, and making out on the couch. And here the line, and my favorite line, and he had managed to take off all my clothes. And most of his. He managed that. <laughs> really? Break it down, Steve. <laughs> and mo damn near all of his. So y'all almost completely naked. <laughs> then somebody knocks on the door. He threw a blanket over me and went to answer the door. This ain't the time to go to the door. Uh -uh. If I'm almost naked, I never stop for that. Right. Oh, okay. No. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right, right. Even in my own house. Right. Give me that kid. Try to the door. One more time, one more time. 
Get your ass away from the door. <laughs> Stupid. I'm not finna throw no blanket over and go to this door. <laughs> she a dog? Yeah, this, I don't need no blanket. I'm busy. <laughs> go to the door, answer the door, and it's a woman at the door. Now, he threw a blanket over you. He almost naked. I don't, I don't know if he went to the door with a sock on. <laughs> he got a sock and a hoodie. So he had to go with a sock and a hoodie. You stupid. Just naked from the waist down with just one sock and a hoodie. It was a woman at the door. He came back and told you it was his ex-wife. And she stopped by to say hi. Then he asked me if I wanted to meet her. Hey, you want to meet her? She right outside the door. She know you're in here. I know you're naked, but you're sitting under this blanket. I was sitting there naked. She went away, and he told me that he rents a room in the basement from her. But she rarely comes down there. I know I should have left him alone then, but I didn't. Fast forward, we finally had sex for the first time. Well, I know you couldn't at that time. <laughs> no, not with that hoodie on and that one sock and you over there naked and his wife at the damn door. It's kind of hard to be in the mood after that, yeah, ain't it? Is. Yeah, it is. This man had the nerve to joke about me having a squishy stomach and he told me I could have done a better job trimming the hedges, if you know what I mean. Well, well, well. That was it. You cussed him out and told him he's borderline bum that lived with his ex, and he got a big stomach and a little bit of everything else. Since then, he ain't spoken to me. Well, when we come back, we're going to find out why he ain't said nothing else to you. <laughs> you heard it, yeah. I'm going to tell you why he ain't said a damn thing to you. <laughs> All right, well, Steve, uh, we're going to have part two of your response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject of the strawberry letter, you have to take the good with the bad. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's recap today's strawberry letter. (laughs) You have to take the good with the bad. That is the subject. Let's go. Dating this man had a lot of flaws. Told you to live downstairs downtown in the brownstone. Go down there, you go through the basement, though. You don't even see the living room or nothing. You're just down in the basement. You're down there at the furnace and water heater. That's where you at. She's where? you downstairs with the furnace and the water heater. Now, how your ass ended up negative beyond me? <laughs> Let me tell you something. I've done a lot of stuff in my day. Yeah. But getting naked over there by that furnace, that's, that's touch and go. <laughs> I try not to have my ass out when I'm by a hot water heater. That flame with that pilot on it. That's a hard place to be naked. All them dust balls down there. Uh-huh. It ain't Spider sexy. webs. It ain't sexy down there. Uh-uh. That little light you see, that ain't no car, that ain't no candle. That's the pilot. That's the pilot. <laughs> Man. Hey, you get naked. Somehow you wind up, you naked. He almost naked. Somebody knock on the door. He go to the door. It's a damn woman. He come back and tell you his wife, hey, she over here. You want to meet her. You butt out naked. He asked you, do you want to meet his wife? Of course, you told him no. She went away. He told you he rented a room. Hmm. She rarely come down there. Fast forward. 
We finally had sex for the first time. I'm assuming you was back down there in the back cave. <laughs> in the downtown brownstone? Downtown brownstone. You you even more than downtown. You downstairs. You ain't just downstairs. You're in the basement. We can't get no lower in the house. <laughs> now, you ain't downstairs. You in the damn basement. You have sex down there. The man had the nerve to joke about me having a squishy stomach. Then he told me I could have done a better job trimming the hedges down there. If you know what I mean. That was it. I cussed him out. I told him he's a borderline bum that lived with his ex-wife. He got a big stomach and a little bitty everything else. Now, since then, he ain't spoken to me. I ain't mean to hurt him. (laughs) What? Let's let's go over what you said to him. That you didn't mean to hurt him. You cussed him out. You didn't think that would hurt him? <laughs> Alright, well that maybe maybe not. Told him he was borderline bum. Nah. Heard worse than that before. That ain't gonna hurt me. You live with your ex wife. That would hurt me, because once you my ex, I'm out your damn. <laughs> now he got a big stomach. That would have bothered me a little bit, but you know, Ain't nobody said that to me, but I know what's there. They ain't really bothering me. Yeah. You know, I, don't, I don't even call it a stomach no more. I, you know, I refer to it as income. <laughs> so you can say what you want. Oh, that's to what it is. You, know, you can call my. You can say I got a gut if you want to. I call it income. Yeah, I'm doing well, <laughs> so I can get past the stomach. Hit a part where you tried to take him to his knees. Mm. You got a big stomach and a little bitty everything else. Now that hurts. Mm-hmm. Now hurt. that's where the pain comes uh-huh. in. I know my stomach. <laughs> this is not about ain't you. Ain't what it needs to be. I know it ain't flat <laughs> like it was. Yeah. But we all know what's under this. <laughs> and now why you done chose to call it little bitty? It was the same size it was 30 years ago. It's just the stomach and downsides and it got it looking a little different. That's what hurt his ass. That's the pain he that's why he ain't called you back. It's that little bitty everything else. And then I just wanted him I understand, you know, he ain't spoken to me. I ain't mean to hurt him. I just want him to understand that he not perfect either. Well, he know now. Mm. <laughs> Why do women always have to take the good with the bad, but then want us to be perfect? Men, what? What, what are you talking about? Men. He ain't perfect. He stayed downstairs. <laughs> Under the downstairs, he in the damn basement that he written from his ex-wife, yeah. who she don't want him no That's more. That's rock bottom. Who found out you was in there and didn't even want to come in there because she went, good luck, baby. <laughs> if this who you want, yeah. he down here in this damn basement. You can have him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got to shoot shots at you because he ain't nothing. You don't see what he did? He tried to bring you down to make himself look better. Absolutely. He got a big stomach. And he in a house that ain't here. Mm. What can I do to get this man back? For what? <laughs> that's, that's the part. part. I, even I want back with him. <laughs> I think that's What did he do? Mm. Yeah. He ain't said nothing you like. He don't live where you like. He ain't got the stomach you like. 
And now we done found out all them little itty bitty parts that you don't like. <laughs> His Jack Johnson can't even be called a Jack Johnson. What? JJ. Mm-hmm. JJ. Just say JJ. <laughs> he, got, he got other nicknames like TT. Sweet P. Thang, thang. Yeah, thang, thang. <laughs> Earl the Pearl. Lil Mane. Lil Mane. Mighty Mouth. Pop yeah. Ting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Tiny Tots. <laughs> no, Tater Tots. <laughs> no, come over there with your Tater Tot looking at us like you're do something. <laughs> You can take that big ass stuff with them damn tater tots over here. You look like three little tater tots looking at me. Uh, All the stuff he said about her. How is your taters the same size as your top? Huh? You tell me that. How is your two little taters the same size as your top? You just hold over here with these little three tater tots. He's sitting up here talking about she got a squishy stomach. Yeah. Yeah, he started it. Yeah. yeah. Lady, I don't I don't he see what you it. want with him. Mm-mm. I really don't. You want him back? Girl, Down in the basement. With his ex at his ex wife's house. Who stops by no to say hi? Nothing. All right, listen. Uh we gotta get out of here. Please email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter at Steve Harvey FM. Now coming up in ten minutes, lifestyle guru B. Smith has Alzheimer's disease, and her husband has a girlfriend, and her fans are not happy about it. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, we all know B. Smith, the lifestyle guru, former restaurateur. Uh, well, she's now 69 years old, uh, and she's battling Alzheimer's, okay? Please. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they used to call her the Black Martha Stewart. Mm-hmm. Man, I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Her husband, Dan, has a girlfriend, and B. Smith's fans are not happy about this. Her husband revealed his relationship with his white girlfriend on social media, and now B. Smith's fans are upset about it. So um, people are like, what happened to your vows? You know, when you take your vows, your marriage vows, uh, in sickness and in health. Some people feel like the husband is being disrespectful. But before you judge, please take a listen to B. Smith's husband explanation. This is courtesy what? of the Washington Post. Yeah, listen to this. Take he a listen. talking? Uh-huh. Listen. Mm-hmm. I believe in the sanctity of marriage, but I don't believe death do you part means that because you made a commitment, if the person is not there, that you should sit there and watch your life shrivel up. And that's why I am where I am today, taking care of B and having someone else in my in my life. Yeah, that was what? Yeah, it's um, people are really torn with this. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he said that. Yeah, yeah, and and I think the woman comes in. She she spends the night there at their home. Spend uh, the night. A couple of Mm -hmm. a couple. He got her in the house. Yeah, a couple of nights a week. Yeah. Uh Oh, that's stupid. Yeah, people are really torn though. and the daughter, whoa, 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 whoa. What did you just say? That was stupid. Wait. What about her, about the woman staying at the house sometimes? Yeah. yeah she stays there a couple of nights a week. But she helps as a caregiver, too. she helps, too. yeah, she helps uh, the husband out. Whoa, whoa. She's helping the husband out. The she daughter. the caregiver for who? 
for she's B. Not Smith. The caregiver. She helps out. She helps take care of B. Smith. She does. And his daughter, uh, who they both raised, uh, she also helps, and she seems to be fine with what? it as well. Yeah, yeah. she's supportive uh-huh. of it. She, yeah, mm-hmm. they're all there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's this is a tough one. Oh, it's very tough. Yes, yeah, a lot of people are. Torn. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, wow. I don't. First of all, I don't know why he talking. Well, this ain't the time to come out and make statements. He said he didn't want to hide it anymore. Okay. Yeah, he was the one that revealed the relationship uh-huh. on social media. On social media. Uh-uh. Yeah. What'd he do that for? Uh-uh. That's what he did. Yeah. yeah. Now, well, let me say this. Because I, I know both of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Met them before. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this about B. I feel horrible, horrible about that. Alzheimer's is horrible. 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 Yeah. Affliction. Mm-hmm. It really is. It robs you of your your mental capacity to remember, remember. to think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it just takes the person that you are completely away. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, man. <sighs> and this is his life now with his girlfriend, yep. his wife, and his daughter, and they are all taking care of Miss Beverly. It's you the know, norm like Shirley now. said. Yeah. Her fans are upset. They feel like maybe this woman is living off the lifestyle that, you know, B. Smith, this empire that, you know, that she's just a disrespect. Right, and and that he's being disrespectful for having this woman in the home with his wife. What about your vows? In sickness and in health, they're saying he seems to ignore the part about in sickness and in health. You know, um, yeah, people are... That's blatant disrespect. They're very much torn. With this situation, look, he just I'm, didn't want to be. He wanted to bring it out in the open. Well, look, I can't um, judge. Yeah, it's not fair for me to sit in judgment of another person's situation mm-hmm. when I haven't been faced with that exact dilemma. Right, and that's mm-hmm. what people are and saying. That's what well, he says. Uh, uh, yeah. Until could be, man, I haven't. I the last time I talked to her, there was nothing wrong. She was so healthy, full of life. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, we were at a restaurant. We were at her restaurant. Wow. That was a long time ago, but I remember that, and I saw her at a play somewhere. And, and so she's always been this really beautiful and vibrant person. So yeah. to and see her suffer smart. from this and to hear about it is shocking. Now, to his credit, he did come out with an explanation and said it. Uh, if Now, here's the part. If B's daughter... Is okay with well, this? his daughter. They it's raised him together. Yeah. She helped raise. She it's helped her raise. Oh, oh, his daughter. Yeah, his not daughter. her daughter. No, it's, I mean it's they it's raised her. Not her biological daughter. No. So I'm assuming he met her while she was a caregiver for B. No, no, I'm not saying this know. woman is a health care provider, caregiver. She, he has a relationship with this woman, and she now is a part of take helping the family take care of her. Oh. She, that's not her job. I'm saying that's what oh. she's doing. Yeah, she's pitching she in. Was, oh. Yeah, she, she, she yeah. That's not her. I, I'm not going to say that's her profession. Yeah, she was she's married over to there, this, part of it to this really rich guy, um, who. Uh, Owned a lot of parking space, parking structures in uh, New York, where they live, but they're they're no longer together, obviously. Mm-hmm. But she stays over. The girlfriend stays over a couple of nights. A yeah, week. sometimes she mm-hmm. stays over there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and they're home. Wow, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. that's that's the tough part. Yeah, that's very uh, tough. But and but his his thing is, she's not really there he can't reach her you know anymore like that mentally because she's been afflicted with i've seen it firsthand they, they don't know you there yeah trust me they don't yeah. 
my father had dementia. It, it, it's tough. Some yeah, days he knew who I was. Some days he didn't. Yeah. And and, mm-hmm. and didn't they write a book together before uh, her, this uh, Alzheimer's took on, you know, uh, such severity as it is now? Uh, they wrote a book mm-hmm. called Before I Forget. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, yeah. he's been with her a long time, so he feels like he helped build that empire. Yeah. A long know? time. Yeah. Yeah. They've been together over 20-something yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an interesting it's a, story. Yeah, man. it's a sad wow. situation, too. I can yeah. see uh, both sides of what people are saying. Mm-hmm. It's not for me to judge. Yeah, for him really to come torn. forward, he must have really resolved this in his mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's tough when your wife is in the house and your girlfriend is staying over there. That one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I ain't going to be able to run that by my family. All right, Steve, uh, we got to move on here. Coming up at the top of the hour, it is record cold uh, in some parts of the country. And President Donald Trump jokes that we need global warming, but he said global whamming (laughs) when he tweeted. He can't say he'll do (laughs) You know he's challenged in certain areas. Yeah, (laughs) in certain areas. All right, we'll talk about it when we come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. An Arctic deep freeze is blanketing the Midwest and Northeast this week, sending temperatures plummeting below zero in many areas. And President Donald Trump is using it as an opportunity to poke fun at the claims of global warning, warming. Uh, <laughs> displaced polar vortex is dropping temperatures in the Midwest down to as low as minus 30 degrees with wind chills making it feel like it's minus 60. Oh, Jesus. I do not miss home. I do not miss home. President Trump tweeted last night in the beautiful Midwest, wind chill temperatures are reaching minus 60 degrees, the coldest ever recorded. In coming days, expect to get even colder. People can't last outside even for minutes. What the hell is going on with global warming? Please come back fast. We need you. Uh, His tweet was immediately slammed by science and climate experts who reminded the president that global warming is what's causing extreme weather conditions. Also, uh, FYI, in the tweet, the president actually misspelled warming. Like I said, uh, he typed uh, waming, (laughs) global whamming or whatever. No, no R. So W A M I N G. Yeah, no R, just when whamming. When your president is having the same troubles as your nephew, <laughs> we're in the world of trouble. Global warming. Yeah. Global yeah. what, Tommy? Global warming. Right there. <laughs> he typed. Our president R, is just like my nephew. Y'all go do the math. I'm actually smart, I think. Then the president. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm made all them problems. Yo, you smarter than the I'm president. I'm sorry to hear that. I <laughs> yeah, really am. You want, you want a cookie for that? <laughs> oh, something. All right. In other related Donald Trump news, he has accepted uh, rescheduling his speaking dates. Trump will now give the State of the Union on February 5th after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi canceled the original date that was set for January 29th. Due to the government shutdown, of course, Pelosi invited Trump on the rescheduled date on Monday and he accepted the offer. Meanwhile, Trump's former attorney, Michael Cohen, has agreed to speak in private um, to the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence on February 8th. He was originally set to uh, testify in an open session, but canceled last Wednesday after claiming that his family was being threatened by Mr. Trump. Well, if you listen to what Trump was saying, about his father-in-law. 
And then Giuliani came on on Cuomo and said some more stuff about maybe we need to look into his father-in-law. That was like a threat. So now, once they got that out, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so now if anything happens to the father-in-law, they can tie it back to what Trump said and Giuliano said. So now he going up there to testify on the 8th. In a closed session. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, I'm telling you, man, this ain't going to go good. See, you can say what you want to say, but too many people that were brought in by this president are now indicted. His administration. So many. many, All the president's men. So many. So what you're saying, this is who you've been running with. He's a liar. He's a crook. You, you, they worked for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One of his aides wrote a book. Um... Uh, what's the name of it? Uh, by something about vipers. I can't think of the title right right now. He every picture you saw of the two of them, they were right together. He was one of the president's eight. Uh, he's been going around on his book tour talking about his book, and uh, President Trump tweeted he was a low level <laughs> assistant. No, he was he with was, him the whole time. Right. That was your boy. Yeah, that, that was your boy. No, not Papadopoulos. Uh, I'll get his name, um, but anyway, yeah, he he wrote he wrote. It's a new book that's out. It's something Vipers. His name is Cliff Sims. Yeah, Cliff Sims, and the, and the book is, is called The Team of Vipers. Team of Vipers. Yeah, like and so he's been all over the TV. He's been on CNN. He's been on uh, the View. He's been everywhere and talking about you know what has gone on in the White House and all of that. And every picture they show, it's of him. In close proximity. The cover is the two yeah, of them. They're right together and, and <laughs> trying. They, they the couple. And, well, he said he, low, he was low level. He was a low level employee. I'm like, what? He's right here with you. Every yeah. picture. Yeah. Team of Vipers, they're together. It's crazy. <laughs> he distances. My 500 Extraordinary Days in the Trump White House. Yeah. Team of Vipers, that's the name of the book. Yeah. Uh, it's just going. Uh, have, you, have you all noticed Sarah Huckabee? What about her, Steve? I'm just saying, keep a close eye. She's still there, though. She has not cracked yet. You fading, dog? Oh, I can see it. You see something else? She's got to be exhausted. Oh, she's tired. Listen to me. Off air, I'm going to tell y'all what I saw, but I'm telling you, I saw it when she was talking the other day. I can't say it on the air, but I'll tell you. But please keep a close eye. Say, Huckabee ain't got long for this. She looks a little weary. Because Kelly Conway, Kelly Conway is actually done. She Ooh. threw with this. She just, she just hanging on because people done told her she gonna quit. Oh, they talk about Kellyanne Conway in <laughs> yeah. the book Team of. Vipers. She just gonna be spiteful and hang in there. She wants to leave now. <laughs> her, they say her she's husband a leaker. Is, yeah, they, they say, say she's, she's a leaker. Information too. Uh-huh. And you know her husband's uh, a big yes. uh, Trump opponent. He does not yes. like Donald Trump. Hates him. They live in the same house, sleep wow. in the same bed. That? How that's working? Yeah. Pillow talk. <laughs> right, what is that about? right. Come on now. That sex ain't been good for the last two years. Probably two and a half. <laughs> two and a half. They since the election. The room. Since the election. <laughs> that ain't no good. Mm. Since he won. Oh, that. Mm. It's aggressive. <laughs> it, it's not good. They not. Mm. He don't even want you. Mm. <laughs> All right, coming up, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, there was an eye in the sky over Bill Cosby last week, uh, and prison officials are, are not too happy about this. Someone flew a drone over the Pennsylvania prison. Bill Cosby was being escorted through the yard at the time. You know, he does get an escort because of his blindness. 
Uh, the prison was immediately put on lockdown for an entire day. Officials believe someone in the media was trying to get a shot of Cosby, but no pictures or videos have shown up online yet. Cosby, of course, is doing uh, three to ten years for sexual assault. I didn't know when he walking through the yard. Uh, the, probably someone tipped, tipped him off. Yeah, dog, they yeah, telling you. Yeah. Because right. if they get on that the picture, mm-hmm. they going to split it with the guard. Yeah. Wow. Dog, the contraband, the majority of contraband is brought into prisons by guards. Right. Yeah, they got a lot of other ways, but mm-hmm. guards are, That's you know, they are. Uh, they're none of the most highest paid people in the world. Mm-hmm. And you get caught, you get caught in situations. Like, and some inmates, you just be cool with them. There's some cool people in prison, man. People don't understand that. And when I say that, how can you say they're cool people? In, they're criminals. They're really, some good people made bad judgment calls and wind up in prison. Now, I'm not talking about people who murdering and raping people. A lot of you, nonviolent. You're just an evil person. But there's a lot of people in there that could committed non-violent crimes that just got busted doing something they shouldn't have been doing. And and they some really, really cool people, man, who deserve another chance. Mm-hmm. And victims have rights too now, so yeah. you know. And another news, Steve. Did you guys hear about this one? The FaceTime software flaw, uh, flaw that allows iPhone spying. Um, a security flaw in the FaceTime. Everybody's been talking about yeah. that. My son called me and showed me how it worked. Oh, he did? Really? Yeah. Did you get it? What you mean, get it? I mean, did you understand what he was saying? Mm-mm. Okay. How does it work? <laughs> well, it allows you to secretly Hell listen no. to an iPhone owner's conversations without their knowledge. And Apple has confirmed the bug. You better believe they're working around the clock What's to that? correct it. Uh, they Told y'all Samsung is the I way know. I've been telling y'all this. <laughs> Androids, Androids. <laughs> Android, uh, baby. They expect a software update sometime before Friday of this week. The trick to spying on your iPhone friends is to make a FaceTime video call, okay? And while mm. it's still ringing, you can swipe up from the bottom of the screen and mm. click Add Person. Select your own phone number. You will be able to hear the microphone on the phone of the person you called, whether they take your FaceTime call or not. That will break up a happy I'm going to do this Whoa, right, right now. Yeah, that's deep, though. Turn this off. Big Brother is watching, yeah, you can, right? Yeah, you can turn it off, and then they can't do it. Breaking yeah. up a happy mm-hmm. home. <laughs> they better right get that then. software up. Right now. <laughs> or quit using it. You're awfully quiet, Steve. Are you scared? No, I don't even know how to pick but, up FaceTime. So. Wait, before it was a bug, he didn't answer our phone call. Oh, yeah, yeah so you're right. <laughs> oh goodness, <laughs> he didn't FaceTime. Yeah, no, no. He didn't nah, I really can't me. answer your call yeah. now. Oh, no. Y'all ain't finna get me on this bug. <laughs> Text me back. Yeah, you be saying, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy though. <laughs> You know that little little ring? I don't even pay no attention to that. Yeah. Think of the crazy stuff you done said, though. Anybody hearing that? All the time, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's not what you want. You get home. Who's Sandra? Oh, no. (laughs) Huh? How the hell she know how? And why you FaceTiming her? That's like uh, Taraji's movie. What, what, what men want. want. Yeah. You can read their minds read now. Their mind. mm-hmm. Oh. All right. <laughs> yeah. We could throw this phone out the window. All right. More of Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
some sad news in entertainment. Uh, this is according to TMZ. Uh, Grammy-winning R&B legend, uh, singer-songwriter James Ingram has died from a battle um, with brain cancer. Uh, James had been fighting the cancer for an extended period of time. Actress and choreographer Debbie Allen reacted to the news on Tuesday saying, quote, I have lost my dearest friend. James Ingram recorded several chart toppers in the eight in the 80s, including his number one duet with Patty Austin, Baby, Come to Me. Mm. Oh, Lord. Such Ooh, great music. James. Yeah. 100 Ways and Just Once. He also won a Grammy for Yama Be There, his duet with Michael McDonald, and another for 100, 100 Ways. He couldn't be denied with that one. Uh, James Ingram, of course, worked closely with Quincy Jones over the years, recording and writing hits. Uh, for instance, he uh, he and Q co-wrote uh, Michael Jackson's PYT. That's big. Yeah, That's my yeah pretty young thing. Mm-hmm. Legend. Steve, we yeah. losing all the great ones, man. You know, man, Legend. it's like um, it's it's really sad because yeah. um, you know, I had Shaka Khan on the show the other day. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. I asked Shaka Khan. I said, Shaka, what's the big difference between artists of yesterday in your era and artists today? And she, without hesitation, she said, it's talent. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Oh, and that was it's, big. It's, and I th- because, yeah. you know, what she's saying is, she's saying it from this standpoint. It's not to saying that these artists today aren't talented. Mm-hmm. Because there are some, I can go down the list of some bad people out there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Beyonce is the Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Of, of, she's the she's queen the of pop. Right yeah. Yeah. She's, she's yeah. the best female performer I've ever seen in my life. I've seen all of them. Wow. I've seen them all. You know, I, I never saw Ella Fitzgerald perform. I heard her. But, mm-hmm. and I've heard Whitney's voice. Whitney's voice is the best I've ever heard. But total performer is Beyonce. I've never seen that. There are some voices out there, you know, uh, some stylings. You know, I, I, but of yesterday, what she was saying was it was so many. It was nothing for you to do but say. Mm. You know, it was no, you know, rap wasn't out then. You know, you had to be, you had to be able to sing, dog. Yeah, yeah. And even when rap first caught on, you, it was still R and B out there. Mm -hmm. We still had adult contemporary music, and the talent level was just outstanding. Yeah, and that's what it is today, man. It's Mm -hmm. just you've got to go. Every so often today, they produce a singer where you go, wow, mm-hmm. there's Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that girl Adele can sing. Oh, my goodness. You know, yes. Yes. You, you look around, you know, and you go, uh, okay, now, wait a minute, Christina Aguilera can yeah. flat oh. out blow. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Gotta... Uh, Vivian Green can sing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Alicia Keys. Let us see, can blow. Oh, Alicia yeah. Keys, give it to him. Jill Scott, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but Jill Scott came out in the 2000s. That was 18, 19 years ago. Jill Strong. Yeah. Can you That's believe that? crazy, Jill man. Strong. Yeah. So Shaka was back in the 70s. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. You understand? That was different. Living uh-huh. yeah. yeah. That era of singers, you will never get again. I'm telling yeah. you, you'll never get them again. Well. That's the problem. Yeah. Losing a great one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Steve, coming up, our last break of the day, closing remarks, okay? Get ready, people. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, here we are, last break of the day. Steve, I know you have some closing remarks for us today. What you got? I mean, man, um, I, I've, I've read some good books, man. Bishop Jake's books are Basic Instincts. Great book, man. Just a great book. Uh, I really, for the most part, only have the time to read certain types of books. And the types of books I usually choose to read are self-help books. You know, books where I can improve myself. You know, that would include the Bible. Uh, But there are some books out there that are written spiritually based that are very, very helpful also. And Joel Osteen has a book. I think I told you a little bit about it earlier this week. The name of the book is Next Level Thinking. Next Level Thinking says it all. Because let me explain something. I don't care who you are. If you want to get to the next level, if you don't want to stay where you are, if you want to elevate yourself and get to the next level, you're going to have to change your current thinking. See, listen to me, y'all. All of us have thought ourselves to where we are now. We ain't got nobody else to blame. Oh, you can choose to do it that way? Well, if they hadn't have done me wrong, if I hadn't have lost my job, I got all that. Things do happen in life. Admittedly, things come along that we have no control over that can set us back at times. I am fully aware of that. But in order to grow, you've got to pick up the slack and take the blame. Because you can't change another person. You can't make another person be something you want them to be. You can't stop everybody from hating on you. You can't stop the plant from closing. You might not be able to stop foreclosure on your home. You might not be able to get that child of yours to graduate for nothing in the world. So... There are things that are going to happen that you have no control over. The one thing you can really control is you. You can do something about you. So here's the deal. If you are somewhere in life and you desire to go to the next level, in order to get to the next level, I don't care who you are, you have to change some thinking. If I want to get to the next level that I'm trying to accomplish, I have to change some of my current thinking because we've all thought ourselves to where we are right now. We are all a product of our thoughts and actions. All of us. All of us. Every last one of us. We are partly responsible and greatly responsible for where we are. Now, thank you for the grace of God that many of us are in places that we we couldn't have possibly worked ourselves into. And I want to volunteer my hand and stick it up in the air because I am one of those people. My life is covered with God's grace. I'll give him that. But let me explain something to you. If I don't put the work in, what can God, what does God put his finger on to bless So what I'm saying is, we've all thought ourselves to where we are. And thank God for his grace that we are all, some of us, are further along than we even should be. I'm included. But if you have any intention of growing, expanding, 
developing, being uh, more successful, being happier, being uh, more well-liked, being more meaningful, more impactful of a person, you want to be effective in more people's lives, you want to be a catalyst for change, you are going to have to change your thinking. It will not happen unless you change your thinking. So as well as you might think I'm doing, I want you to know something. The plan that I have for myself, the one that I'm confiding in God with on a daily basis, has required, as Joel Osteen's book says, that you're going to have to develop some next-level thinking. I met with a billionaire one time, and I'm feeling okay about myself, and I'm at his house, and I'm realizing, man, this dude right here is on some whole nother. And as we got to talking after hours and hours, he says, Steve, Steve, you're going to have to elevate your thinking. I said, man, I'm a really positive person. He said, yeah, well, you're going to have to. Let, let me see the phrase he used to me. He, he's, he's, he, I, I, I can't think of the exact phrase he said to me, but I got the message. You're going to have to big up, meaning you're going to have to supersize everything. If you want to change 10,000 boys' lives a year, you got to start thinking of how you can change a million of them a year. I went, wow. He said, if you want to send 10,000 kids to school, he said, you should change your thinking. How do you send a million of them to school? He said, man, if your goal is to make a thousand millionaires, how do you make a million millionaires? He said, that's how billionaires think. They just, they level everything up. Everything goes up with them. They think up, therefore they act up, therefore they become up, therefore they come up. It's crazy, man. You've got to develop next-level thinking. I recommend Joel Osteen's book. I kid you not, man. It's just a great book. But you got to change the way you think, everybody. If you want to do better, you got to change it. Those are my quotes. Drop it, baby. Drop it, baby. Drop it, baby. Drop it, baby. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. 
Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open Signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 